Thank you for joining us for this podcast from College Church of the Nazarene, University Avenue. The following was recorded live on location in Bourbonnais, Illinois. You know, we don't do any of this on our own. That's the message in nine words said at the very beginning. We don't do any of this on our own. We don't do any of this on our own. Nine words. Are the children playing bingo this morning? Do we have the bingo thing going yet? Do the teens have the bingo thing going? We don't know what we're talking. You don't know what I'm talking about. In this summer, we have bingo cards for the children, and to help them pay attention, they have they can fill in some slots, and they can they I mean they 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 put markers down, and one of the bingo markers is the pastor saying, "This is the message in so many words." <laughs> and so I thought I would help them play their bingo, but they're not doing it yet this morning. But that's the message in nine words. We don't do any of this on our own. Let me be more specific. When I say we don't do any of this on our own, what I mean is we don't confess Jesus as Lord on our own. And we don't repent from our sins on our own. And we don't follow after Jesus on our own. We don't hear on our own. We don't obey on our own. We don't witness to our faith on our own. We don't serve on our own. We don't give on our own. We didn't come to Christ on our own, we don't become more like Christ on our own, we don't go to heaven on our own. There is nothing about this Christ life that we do on our own. That's what I meant when I said we don't do any of this on our own, any of this on our own. And here's the rest of the message. We do all that we do in the power of the Spirit. It is God the Holy Spirit who is the Spirit of Christ who we received when we first believed that is doing the confessing, the repenting, the following, the hearing, the obeying, the witnessing, the serving, the giving, the saving, the sanctifying, the glorifying. It is God through Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit that is doing all of that in us. It is God the Holy Spirit who we received when we first believed that is doing the work of God in us and through us. Yes? I'm telling you the truth so far. Yes, amen? We don't do any of it on our own. And evidently, while I don't think there's anybody here today that would disagree, and while I don't think I'm saying anything that we don't already know, just in case, I want to show you something. Did you know that John the Baptist didn't do what he did on his own? The reason that John the Baptist was able to do what John the Baptist did, which was powerfully testify to the coming of the Lord, which was prepare the way for the Lord, the only reason John the Baptist was able to do what he did was because of the Holy Spirit. And we know that because the Bible tells us. The angel of the Lord told his father Zechariah that Elizabeth would bear a son in her old age and that John was going to be great in the sight of the Lord because the angel said he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. The only reason John was able to do what John did was because of God the Holy Spirit. And did you know, of course I think we know this one, that Mary didn't do what Mary did on her own. The reason Mary was able to do what Mary did, which was become the mother of Jesus, which was no small task, become the mother of the incarnate word, the Son of God, the reason Mary was able to do all that she was able to do was because of the Holy Spirit, and we know this because the Bible tells us. When she was told that she was going to be the mother of the Savior of the world, she herself asked the angel, how will this be? And this is what the angel said. 
The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. The only reason Mary was able to do what Mary did was because of God the Holy Spirit. And did you know that Elizabeth didn't do what Elizabeth did on her own? And the reason Elizabeth was able to do what Elizabeth did, which was recognize Mary as the mother of the Lord and say what she said, which was, blessed are you among women and blessed is the child you will hear, what you will bear. The only reason Elizabeth was able to do that was because of the Holy Spirit. And we know this because the Bible tells us in Luke 141, when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby, John the Baptist, leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. The only reason Elizabeth was able to do what she did was because of God, the Holy Spirit. And did you know that Zechariah didn't do what Zechariah did on his own? The reason Zechariah did what Zechariah was able to do, which was thank the Lord for what the Lord was doing with these words found in Luke 168, praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. The only reason he was able to proclaim that was because of the Holy Spirit. And we know this because the Bible tells us. It was because in the verse that preceded his exclamation, Luke told us his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit. The only reason Zechariah was able to do what he did was because of God the Holy Spirit. And did you know that Simeon didn't do what Simeon did on his own? After Jesus was born and was dedicated in the temple, the reason that Simeon knew that he would see the Messiah before he died and the reason he was able to praise God for the privilege of seeing Jesus was because of the Holy Spirit. And we know this because it's what the Bible says in Luke 2.25. Simeon was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. And moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple and took Jesus in his arms and praised God. The only reason Simeon was able to do what Simeon did was because of God, the Holy Spirit. Folks, we don't do this on our own. We don't do any of this on our own. And of course we know that Peter didn't do what Peter did on his own. As a matter of fact, the disciples were expressly told not to leave Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit had been given to them. We read it this morning, Acts 1, 4, and 5. On one occasion, while Jesus was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Because, Jesus said, when that happens, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria to the ends of the earth. So the disciples did what Jesus commanded. They waited. And God, through Jesus Christ, gave them his Holy Spirit. And they did witness. And the only reason Peter was able to preach as he did on that historic day of Pentecost was obviously because of the Holy Spirit. And just a few days later, Peter and John didn't do what Peter and John did on their own. When Peter and John were arrested for preaching about Jesus and for healing the beggar at the temple in the name of Jesus, the reason Peter was able to continue preaching even to those who had power of life and death over him was because of the Holy Spirit. 
And we know this because it's what the Bible says. Acts 4, 8, then Peter, filled with the Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to those authorities, the only reason Peter and John were able to do what they did was because of the Holy Spirit. And Stephen and Philip and Procurus and Nicanor and Timon and Parnamus and Nicholas, names we might not even recognize, they didn't even do what they did on their own. You might remember that in the early days of the church, early days of the early church, the Hellenistic Jews, the Greek Jews were being overlooked in the distribution of food. The ministries of the church were expanding and the disciples couldn't do it all. So they selected seven men from among them to help the work of God in the church, which was to distribute food. And we know that the reason these seven men were able to do that simple task of distributing food was because of the Holy Spirit. Because the qualification for waiting on tables, the qualification for the simple task of distributing food so that no one would be left out was whether or not they were filled with the Spirit. And we know this because it's what the Bible says again in Acts 6.3. Brothers and sisters, said the disciples, choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the Spirit and wisdom. Folks, it required the Holy Spirit to wait on tables. And of course, Stephen didn't do what Stephen did on his own. He was a powerful preacher, which made him a target among those who were opposed to Christianity. He was seized and he's dragged before the authorities. The reason Stephen was able to preach the way he preached on the day of his martyrdom was because of the Spirit. And we know this because the Bible tells us in Acts 6.10, but they could not stand up against the wisdom the Spirit gave Stephen as he spoke. The only reason Stephen was able to do what he did was because of God the Holy Spirit. And Barnabas didn't do what Barnabas did on his own. Barnabas was one of the great encouragers of the early church. He accompanied Paul in that first missionary journey, continued to mentor John Mark, even after Mark disappointed Paul. The reason Barnabas was able to do all that Barnabas was and did was because of the Holy Spirit. And we know this because the Bible tells us in Acts 11.24, Barnabas was a good man full of the Holy Spirit and faith. And a great number of people were brought to the Lord. The only reason Barnabas was able to do what he did was because of God the Holy Spirit. Folks, we don't do this on our own. We don't do any of this on our own. It is God the Holy Spirit that is doing all of it in us and through us. And I'm not done. I'm not done. Even Jesus didn't do what Jesus did on his own. This is sometimes surprising to us. But the reason Jesus was able to do what Jesus did was by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we know this because that's what the Bible says. I mean, we all know that on the day of Jesus' baptism, God the Holy Spirit descended on Jesus as a dove. It was evidence to those who witnessed his baptism that God the Holy Spirit was on him. And Luke 3, 21 through 22 tells us this. When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as Jesus was praying, heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. Indicating how it was 
that Jesus would do all that Jesus did. For example, the reason Jesus went into the wilderness immediately following his baptism was because of the Holy Spirit. We know this because it's what the Bible says, Luke 4, 1. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. It was the Holy Spirit that led Jesus into the wilderness. And after the temptation, when Jesus returned to Galilee, he returned in the power of the Spirit. And we know that because it's what the Bible says in Luke 4.14. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit and news about him spread through the whole countryside. The implication clearly being that the reason Jesus was able to do all that he did was because he was empowered by the Holy Spirit. And Jesus said it himself. The very first recorded occasion of Jesus preaching in the synagogue, this is how it happened. We read it already this morning. He went to Nazareth where he'd been brought up and on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue as was his custom. He stood up to read and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him, and he began by saying to them, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So Jesus himself testified to the spirit of the Lord being on him. And in the middle of Jesus' ministry, Jesus rejoiced at who it was that that was receiving the good news. And the reason that Jesus was able to rejoice was because of the Holy Spirit. Luke reports that the reason that Jesus rejoiced was the Spirit. We know this because Luke tells us in Luke 10, 21, at that time, Jesus, full of joy through the Holy Spirit, said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to the little children. Folks, Jesus' joy was a consequence of the Holy Spirit. And the reason Jesus taught what he taught was because of the Holy Spirit. At least that was the apostles' understanding. They understood that the reason Jesus was able to do all that Jesus did was because of the power of the Spirit, and we know this because the Bible tells us. In Acts 1, 1 through 2, which we've already read this morning, in my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. Jesus taught through the power of the Spirit. And when Peter was speaking to the church about the Gentiles being able to receive the Spirit, he told the crowd that it was because of the Holy Spirit in Jesus that Jesus was able to do what he did. We know this because it's what the Bible says, Acts 10, 37 and 38, Peter preaching. You know what has happened throughout the province of Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. 
Folks, even Jesus did what Jesus did by the power of the Spirit. And if all of these that I mentioned did what they did by the power of the Spirit, and if Jesus himself needed the Holy Spirit to do what he did, then what's the conclusion? Then so do we. Folks, we don't do this on our own. We don't do any of this on our own. Let me be very specific. We don't confess Jesus as Lord on our own. We don't repent, repent from our sins on our own. We don't follow after Jesus on our own. We don't hear on our own. We don't obey on our own. We don't witness on our own. We don't serve on our own. We don't give on our own. We didn't come to Christ on our own. We don't become more like Christ on our own. And we won't go to heaven on our own. There is nothing about the Christ life that we do on our own. It is God, the Holy Spirit, who is the Spirit of Christ, who we received when we became followers of Jesus that is doing the confessing, the repenting, the following, the hearing, the obeying, the witnessing, the serving, the giving, the saving, the sanctifying, the glorifying. It is God through Christ in the power of the Spirit that is doing all of that in us. So far so good? Yes? Amen. So here's the good news. We don't have to do any of it on our own. We don't have to do any of it on our own. God the Holy Spirit is present to us. And we don't ever have to try to do what the Lord is asking us to do on our own. It is God the Holy Spirit present in us that is doing this work. And folks, we can always do what the Lord is asking us to do because it isn't us doing it. It is God, the Holy Spirit, in us doing it. Folks, we don't have to do any of this on our own. It's God, the Holy Spirit, in us doing it. We don't ever have to try to do what the Lord is asking us to do on our own. It is God, the Holy Spirit, who will do it. And we can always do what the Lord is asking us to do because God the Holy Spirit is the one doing it. We don't do any of this on our own. We do it all in the power of the Spirit. Have I spoken the truth this morning? You've been listening to a podcast from College Church of the Nazarene, University Avenue. If you care to join us for worship, we meet each Sunday morning at 1030 a.m. at 200 University Avenue in Bourbonnais, Illinois. We also offer a full range of activities, classes, small group meetings, and events throughout the week. For a complete list of what's going on at College Church or for more information on how you can get involved, please go to www.collegechurch.org.